I, I would consider myself more on the shy end of the spectrum, maybe, and the more introvert, potentially. And beer and alcohol has definitely loosened me up in life and has mm-hmm. made me be able to do all the fun things that you do. And yeah. and I grew up at a time when young people drank a lot. I, I can't say if people drink as much now because I don't have necessarily the answer. I hear that they drink less, but I don't know if it's really true. I think people are going to be drinking till the end of time. Okay, fair enough. Okay, sounds good. Okay, here it goes. Hello, listeners. Welcome to another episode of Al Anonymous. This is your host, Al. And as always, I have a very special guest to share their story with you. And also, this guest happens to be the sponsor of my podcast, but we'll get there. Uh, Anyway... Would you like to introduce yourself, a special guest? Hello, Al. Uh, <laughs> nice to meet you. Um, my name is Alban. Um, I guess I am some sort of Al, although people, yeah, mm-hmm. close friends call me Alban. And I, it's what you prefer. My my friends call me Alban. Yes, but, so it's what you prefer. Yes, but uh, <laughs> I have sort of become Al now since I've launched this. Because people can't pronounce Alban. Yes, and since I that makes sense launched the reason we met this company mm-hmm. called al's yeah i'll explain why but now people in the business call me al uh-huh. and i don't mind i like it yeah welcome <laughs> welcome to the club happy yeah so we're al's. happy to be here with a another al <laughs> yeah we're, we're al's one reluctantly is an al and one is forcibly <laughs> an al uh <laughs> so album Let's talk about the reason we met. We met because I recently launched a new company called Al's. It's a non-alcoholic beer company, non-alcoholic beer brand called Al's. And mm-hmm. you and I found this, the Instagram. Yeah, you discovered us on Instagram. And, and, and I was like, oh, I love this. Yeah, you said <laughs> it was the coolest Instagram you'd ever seen because it was all about Al. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just uh, photographs of like Al's pizza, Al's yeah. bed and breakfast, etc. And I'm like, this is amazing. But <laughs> I literally said this is the best Instagram I've ever seen. Yes, and um, <laughs> that meant a lot because, um, yeah, I... I I didn't feel, you know, I was a bit self-conscious about our Instagram back then, but I was happy that you said that. And it's it's cool, and, and the branding is very, very cool. You, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's also how you met me is through the designer who created the branding. Yes, um, Tom, an amazing artist called uh, Tom Henry, mm-hmm. and uh, I met him by pure chance and. And I guess I've met you now by pure chance through him, but he's he's created something amazing for Al's. And, yeah. yeah so. Wait, how did you meet Tom? 
I met Tom because he wrote an email to the music venue I used to work for uh-huh. called National Sawdust. I used to, I worked there for almost yeah three, four years. Mm-hmm. And he sent an email saying he wanted to do some design for the music venue. Cool. And basically, I think I forwarded it to the marketing department and mm-hmm. they said, no, we don't need any designers. But I love a cold call. How and bold. It was a cold email. Yeah, cold email. Cold email. Mm-hmm. And literally, it was only because I was looking at the info box of the venue at the, at the time. I like to look at it. Mm-hmm. And then I looked into his work and I was like, oh my God, this is really cool. And actually, he could be perfect for Al's, for which Al's. I'm developing. <laughs> so we, I wrote him an email. I said, listen, I don't think the music venue it seems like they're good but i'd love to meet with you because i've got something else i think could be cool and uh, then my wife fanny and i went to meet him in a beer bar in the east village and mm-hmm. from the moment we met we kind of had a feeling he was the he was the person the one yeah he was the one for yeah. owls he was the one for owls yeah yeah well yeah. thank you tom <laughs> uh that's really cool of him though i to be like i think you could use a designer like the you know it's i think it's funny well yeah he was he was doing all these amazing um um music concert posters mm-hmm, for bands so mm-hmm. he did a lot of hand-drawn posters for yeah. bands and they were so cool and i think he wanted to do the same and yeah i loved the way i just loved his work from the minute i saw it and all like hand-drawn illustrations and there was this very kind of old school gritty new york city vibe to it and I don't know, there was something that captured my attention immediately. And mm-hmm. and then when I told him that, well, when we told him, my wife and I, that we were trying to make non-alcoholic beer cool. <laughs> it's not that easy. <laughs> not easy. He kind of got it. And then um, I told him the name's going to be Al's. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I can tell you. It's got to be Al's. Mm-hmm. And um, he came up with some amazing drawings. And it was just like love at first sight in terms of design i love that yeah i mean i loved it too so like yeah it's very, good it's thank so you cla- tom it's for, so yeah. american you know and the funny thing is he's a kiwi guy <laughs> and know. i'm a swiss guy i know it's very <laughs> and funny. my wife fanny's french yeah that's yeah it's very <laughs> funny <laughs> so so why did you what 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 made you want to do this non-alcoholic beer brand like yeah why uh, why why um good question <laughs> or what why? led you what led you to develop it um i i mean it, it's coming from different angles but um basically the i've always been a beer drinker i love beer mm-hmm. uh, like for the taste for the taste but also i used to drink a lot of beer in my 20s and 30s i used to enjoy it, it was my go-to drink mm-hmm. i it's what I drank to feel tipsy, to get drunk, and I enjoyed it my whole life. And mm-hmm. and it was always the drink to connect with my brothers, to go back home, to catch up with friends. And But um, I decided for my myself to stop drinking alcohol completely about, it's going to be four years in March. Wow. And, um, Congratulations, uh, do yeah, I, I say? I don't know if you should, yeah. I don't I know. Mean, I mean, that it's... It's cool, something that you didn't do for four years. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, so time flies, but it's, it's, it's good. So I decided to stop drinking alcohol. And I, when I stopped, one of the first things I missed was obviously the alcohol was a bit weird not having it anymore. Like the but, feeling of it, of being drunk? 
uh, just the feeling of that release and that relief, yeah. relief. Feels pretty good, it works. The feeling of the relief, you know, yes, the feeling the of taking the, the edge off. Especially on the Friday night, the Friday, oh, yes. the Friday after work release. An amazing time to drink a beer. Yeah, and, and that <laughs> just like your brain is wired mm-hmm. for that moment. Yes, it sure is. And yes, it sure is. That is what the working week was designed to do. Yeah, and I used <laughs> to live in London for 12 years and trust me, the going, drinking. going to the pub after work and uh-huh. getting that cold pint at oh, the end man. of a work day a week is probably the best sounds, drink in the world the first one that sounds so nice <laughs> the way i like just the cold the way you describe that i i would do it oh cold crisp pint of lager mm-hmm. <laughs> in london i know so <laughs> when i stopped drinking that feeling of that cold beer that was really something i really missed but what came with it and what came with it was being with a friend at that time being in a moment when you're with a friend oh yeah that's when you when you don't have beer you mean meaning you take away the prop uh-huh you take away the 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 excuse for meeting with someone exactly, you completely yeah. take away the thing that makes you hey let's meet for a beer but you take that away it's just two awkward people sitting in front of each other yeah just two weird people yeah like what it, we're doing right now yes <laughs> oh it's even worse when the person opposite you has a beer and mm. you're just nursing a a seltzer, seltzer with bitters. lime and mm-hmm. and some floating ice yeah and <laughs> yeah so and then so that was the yeah i mean for really frustrating and and i worked in music and it's just, yeah, you're, I, I'm not a big cocktail person, so cocktails are not for me. They've never been for, they, it's not what I like. So cool. beer for me is a very symbolic thing in my life. And, and the prop was taken away and I wanted to have that prop back, but without the alcohol. And yeah, I guess I, the first priority was to make my life easier. Is that why you stopped drinking alcohol? Mm. I stopped drinking alcohol because I felt it wasn't working for me. It wasn't making your life easier. It was... Or it just stopped working altogether. It just... It didn't make me feel good anymore. It made me feel bad. Yeah. 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 So... I know how that goes. It's sort of... um, You know, I've... I mean, I started drinking alcohol, I don't know, when I was maybe six, 16 years old, 15, even mm-hmm. 16. Sounds you start right. pretty early and the drinking age for beer in Switzerland is oh, 16. Yeah. 16. That's yeah. cool. Beer and wine is 16 <laughs> years old and other alcohol at 18. That's like a child. So in Switzerland, you can go into a bar at 16 and order as much of beer um, and wine as you want. Amazing. <laughs> so Cool. Switzerland. Um, no, but yes, yeah, cool Switzerland. <laughs> um, no, but so I guess I, I would consider myself more on the shy end of the spectrum, maybe, and the more introvert p- potentially. And beer and alcohol has definitely loosened me up in life and has mm-hmm. made me be able to do all the fun things that you do. And yeah, and I grew up at a time when young people drank a lot. I, I can't say if people drink as much now because. I don't have necessarily the answer. I hear that they drink less, but I don't know if it's really true. I think people are going to be drinking till the end of time. Okay. 
Fair enough. I have a problem. Yeah, so I I wouldn't want to be here to pretend that I I had a problem with alcohol. I yeah. think it was more alcohol is not good for me because it's making me sadder, more anxious, mm-hmm. more depressed. Yeah. And I guess there is a bit of misery a in that probably. Bit of mess. <laughs> a Sounds kind of mess. Uh, <laughs> but um but uh also i i've had a love and hate relationship with alcohol it's always been um on one hand i've it's allowed me to have probably some of the funnest times in my life and, oh, yes. and i'm not going to take those away i've mm-hmm. i've had some of the best moments with alcohol in my life i mean yeah so much fun with friends so much fun so You're much, invincible. Yeah, so much fun. All those years I've been, I don't know. I've The magic. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that Friday night pint, those couple of pints. I mean, so many good time. It loosens you up. It allows you to maybe talk more openly to people more. I mean, it can go down the wrong end, but it's, <laughs> it, um, it unlocked a lot of things. Yes, um, yes. But it... But as I grew older, it's sort of that first pint was good, but the second one started to making me f- make me feel anxious and a bit worried. Mm-hmm. And about anything in particular, or just that was your general sense of. I'm well-being. a complete worrier mm. at heart. Yeah. Yes. I'm a, old oldest child. I'm a total. We, we bonded I'm over a, being the eldest child. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. The uh, I don't know what you say. We call it the inne, linne in French. We say the oldest. Yeah. Oh, that's what that means. Yeah, I mean, um, I guess uh, I have a natural propensity to think about things a lot and worry and always. The thoughts are constantly going. Stay, They're going on yeah. loop. And yeah. So I I stopped smoking weed. Yeah. Not that I not that I used to smoke weed a lot, but I I decided to completely never touch weed in my life same, again. Same. At it the age of the thoughts. At the age of twenty four five maybe because that would take me on an yep. anxious That's... roller coaster. I can't even. That's around the time I swore oh off forever, forever, forever too. Yeah. Because I was just like, why did I do this again? Oh, my God. Why did I do this again? And then I end up with like a full to-do list of ways that I need to like fix my life ASAP. And like number one is never smoke weed. Mm. Sorry, I didn't mean to to make it all about me. But I'm just, but I hear you. I relate with the thoughts. So isn't weed supposed to make you feel relaxed? That's what everyone says. For people who don't have a lot of (laughs) thoughts going on, maybe. But doesn't everyone have thoughts? <laughs> Some people just have more than others. Mm. That's but that's the cool thing about the medicinal magic of alcohol because mm. it makes those thoughts kind of stop. Yeah, no thoughts, which is nice. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> but yeah. So all the things that are supposed I've discovered that all the things that are supposed to make you feel more relaxed, more chilled, <laughs> have done the complete opposite for me after a while. Yeah. They've just when I you watch a movie and I see someone chilling at the end of the day with a joint, I'm thinking, Oh Ooh, my Jesus God. Christ, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, my mind would be Yeah, it would not be fun in my head. And yeah. I become so aware of my body too. I <laughs> 
Yeah, no, that's, yeah, not, weed's not for everyone. It's not. I think one thing you discover as you get older is um, a lot of the things, I know, there's a lot of things that are not so good for you and some others that are good, but the things that everybody does or thinks are good for themselves don't have to be good for yourself too. Yeah. You sort of start to... It's a big realization and acknowledgement and like growing up because yeah it's hard to not do what all your friends are doing yeah yeah but so that's when so bringing it back to you coming up with the brand for the prop yeah so anyway so i i i stopped drinking and i sorry went, yes yeah i stopped Continue. drinking and then it was about uh I guess it was, uh, like, what was it, March 2018, I stopped and I turned 40 on in September 2018. September what? 11th. Man, that's rough. <laughs> it's rough. <laughs> <laughs> it's rough. It's rough. Um, but yeah. at least people will never forget your birthday. They never forget Because they birthday. never forget. They never forget my birthday. <laughs> I've been given this gift of people never, never forgetting. forgetting my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I get messages from people I haven't spoken to in yeah. 20 years. You still remember because my birthday. they can never forget. Yes, exactly. So, <laughs> so maybe it's um, a blessing. And that's why I live in New York City too. And yep. It's... You know, really just get all the birthday wishes it's on that day yeah um <laughs> so you turned so you turned 40 you said i turned 40 uh -huh. and um and anyway um for the 40th birthday we decided to do a dinner in greenpoint actually oh where a place called chez ma tante uh-huh yes familiar with it you're familiar with it they used to black out there often okay oh really okay so you went, my, yeah. my best friend is friends with the uh chef so okay. yeah it's, it's a nice place it's a wonderful place amazing mm -hmm. food and and um i remember before having dinner there i thought it'd be really nice to have a beer before and by that time i had discovered non-alcoholic beer mm -hmm. i had realized how difficult it was to find mm -hmm. and so i ended up calling about 10, 20 places in Brooklyn to see if they would have a non-alcoholic beer. Yeah. And out of those 20, one responded that they had one. One out of 10 or 20. Yeah. Obviously in the vicinity of, of Chimaton. Chimaton didn't have any. Yeah, I was going to say. At the time, they so, didn't have any. It's so nice when there's a non-alcoholic yeah. like, option on the menu. Yeah. It's and, always like a treat. Yeah. People are like, oh, look, there's something for you to drink. Yeah, 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 I know. <laughs> um, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm more looking for, I've always been a beer or wine yeah. person. So, yeah, it's either, these are the things I miss. I don't really miss the cocktail part that much. Mm -hmm. But, um, and then we found one. And uh, by the time we got there, the last NA beer they had in the fridge was gone. And oh. so my friend ended up going to a deli around the corner and bought me an O'Doul's and a brown paper bag. Nice. That I ended up drinking. Nice. And then at Chimatante, I was able to drink water all evening. Mm -hmm. But I had I had had you, my two O'Doul's before, so yeah, that was good. You got your fix. Yeah, my beer taste. Uh huh. And um, weirdly, after that night, uh, Fanny and I, so Fanny, my my wife, and uh, we were having a conversation and. 
honestly, I can't remember if it was her or me who came up with the idea, mm-hmm. but we said, or she said, or we said, you should start in your non-alcoholic beer. You should. This is unacceptable. Yes. It's it unacceptable. In un- Greenpoint, no less. Yeah. That, um, <laughs> that basically you don't drink, you can't enjoy an evening with your closest friends with a good, sophisticated drink in hand. It's sophisticated. Unac- unacceptable. Yeah. Unacceptable. Yeah. It's a, a sophisticated adult beverage. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So. And you had been off the sauce for. Six months. Six months. Yeah. Six months. Um, what was it like for you to get off the sauce at first? Um, it it felt very strange. It felt uh, so. I tried the dry January that year. Mm -hmm. I did it the 2018 dry January. Congratulations. Thank you. And then I, I went back and I, and I had a beer. I remember uh, first of Feb. Yay! Oh yes. Yep. Hey, I'm going to enjoy this one. Mm-hmm. And I remember I had the beer and immediately I was super conscious of the effect it was having on me. Mm-hmm. I was super weird. I was, yeah. oh, I should be enjoying this, but I'm feeling all weird and And you like, can't control and, like, um, what you're saying. I'm weird and I, I should be <laughs> relaxed, but I'm thinking too much about it. I'm analyzing too much mm-hmm. and weird and... And then I think I went to one or two art openings by then oh or my God. after that. Yeah. Or I had a glass of champagne at an art opening. And um, and I remember I felt, oh, I should feel really relaxed. And I remember feeling so down after having that champagne glass, like negative thoughts in my head just mm-hmm. swirling. Yeah. And I think around that time, I, like the seed had been planted. Like, ah. Uh, this is not much fun. Do you, do you are like, damn it. It's the thing. It's, it's the beer that, it's or the, the champagne. It's the, the alcohol that's doing this. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I have this stuff in me. It's, it's part of me. The anxious part, the mm-hmm. worry part. It's already there. It's there. Yeah. But it just brings them back to the surface. It just makes them float up. Yeah. It just brings them to the forefront, you know? Are you in therapy? Yes. That's good. Yeah. That's very good. For years, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Have you had the same therapist for years? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I just got back into therapy recently. Um, and how is that? Uh, it's okay. I mostly got back into... I, I got the same one that I took a break from over the winter. Or from like September until now. Um, just because I didn't feel like explaining all over again to a new person all the shit, uh, it's, you know. But uh, I mostly got back into therapy, so I don't burn it, burden my friends with my stuff. Mm. Yeah. But uh, do you find that therapy helps? Amazing. I mean, <laughs> it uh, life savior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't always help as much as you think it can, and there's so many times you think it doesn't help but if you i guess if you have to add it all up i think it really helps yeah yeah it's just but um like just talking is uh it takes the edge off yeah takes the edge off and talking to someone who's not your closest friend or your partner or you know someone who's 
detached from your everyday life. Yeah, that's cool. But um, but so yeah, so the so back to the opening. You yeah. were the champagne was you were like, damn, this is making me feel bad. That's already inside of me, but it's just enhancing these. It's enhancing. It's yeah. enhancing. It's sort of. Uh, there was a time when it would have made me feel jolly. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I can do anything. Life is fantastic. Life is great. Oh, the magic. so excited about what's coming up. But at, at that time and more and more, it w- for some reason, sometimes it would hit me differently, but it would make me feel incredibly anxious and worried about everything in the future. Lame is. And worried about very self-conscious about all the people who are around and yeah, and wanting to get out of there, basically. <laughs> yeah, no, art openings were a Just, big no for me when I quit drinking. Like, uh, I do not, I cannot talk to those people if well, I'm so sober. Sure. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's <laughs> really difficult. But I have noticed that I've I've been seeing more seltzers at openings lately. They're always like mm. the last things to go, obviously. Oh my god, you should start supplying galleries with owls. I know, I know. I really I need to do do it more. I did cold one, calls. I know. I, I did one, um, and it was great, but I I've been so busy. I, I've I've been so much in the beer industry now that I've forgotten mm-hmm. a bit about the art world where I used to be much more in, but I yeah. need to definitely yeah. Well, I'm absolutely. glad we're collaborating. Yeah. I'm yeah. glad. Because uh, I took I took a, a six-pack to this uh, literary art uh, hybrid party. Well, let's just like, you know, cool person party. Uh, no, it's literary. Whatever. Anyway, there were uh, sober people there. And, of course, you always notice the sober people. Like, it's just like, oh, yep, you too. And... They were, everyone was so appreciative of the owls. Like, it was, it was nice. That's so nice to hear. And even me, not as a beer drinker, it was really nice to have, like, this, just, like, feel at home, like, with everyone else, like, at a bar, you know? Yeah. Just, like, yeah, kind of, yeah, kind of took the edge off, you know? Yeah. In a different way. That's so nice to hear. I mean, yeah, people um, really, really liked them, and also I was so surprised to see how many people weren't drinking. Mm. Honestly, and it was in January, though, was it or not? <laughs> <laughs> it was in January. It was. Oh no, maybe it was February. No, it was. It was January. So people might have been doing sober Jan. That so- yeah. So Jan, yeah. Going on. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Okay. Well, um, that makes sense. No, no, no. I mean, to be honest. But still, people but still, loved it. That's great. They loved it. That's great. Yeah. I mean, the whole idea behind Owls is to take the edge off with an alcoholic drink. Mm-hmm. Trick yourself. Trick yourself. Placebo. Make it look like a beer, mm-hmm. taste like a beer. To allow you to completely blend in mm-hmm. without having to give any explanations. Why you're not drinking. Without having to justify anything. Without having to look awkward. And and that's why I wanted owls. It's just owls. owls. Get me an owls. I, I don't even like the word non-alcoholic. I don't mm. even like... An the, owls. Just, just get me an owls. An owls. One more owls, please. That's oh, the whole idea. I 
I want to record a commercial for the pod. <laughs> hey, get me, get me. Yeah, I I can't act, but I yeah. I'm not going to try to <laughs> mimic an American accent from. Yeah, I'm not going to try. <laughs> that would try. be so funny. I'm I was. Not, I'm not going to try to mimic any accent. To, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, but it is. Uh, it looks like, it looks like a beer. It looks like the the real thing. I. I'm into it and there's and there's merch too there's a bit of merch album uh brought me a shirt which i'm obsessed with and i will be posting it to instagram like soon probably so thank you great it's a really great design yes um so the logo was created by tom uh, Mm -hmm. again yes amazing logo (laughs) yeah um but the shirt itself was uh designed by fanny my wife who um who is an amazing um, tailor and uh, designer, and she's good at making T-shirts too. Oh, that's lovely. Um, and she's a co-founder, co-owner of Owls, and so she made the T-shirts. She was the one who really pushed to make the T-shirts. So yeah, we've got some T-shirts. We've got some little coasters. Cute. Um, oh, yeah. But I'd love too. to have a ton of Owls merch. Me too. I, I, I would I really want like Owls blankets, Owls yeah. like... Like Supreme, but Owls. I really want to have these little dive bar neon lights with Owls. Uh-huh, me too. I really want to do that. <laughs> oh my gosh, You. what if you just opened a bar? That's, it would be amazing. <laughs> I, I, I would, would love called, to I, open an Owls bar. I would go there every day. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think it should be a sober bar. I think it no, should no. be... No, 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 that's lame i think it should be a regular bar that serves that serves owls mm-hmm. and other and great other na options but regular beers and yeah. a complete open bar yeah I, we're allowed to mix yeah completely we're, so yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it shouldn't be one or the other i agree because no. i think there is a sober bar in Greenpoint, which is just i i would never step in to that place it's um, like it's like almost as scary as going into an AA meeting, you know. It's like I, I, I think I've I've been to the one you're talking about. How, how was it? But I don't think. Um, I mean, I had a really nice little, um, whatever you call it, like a shrub type of cocktail, mm-hmm. which was really nice, and a lot of effort went into it, so I kind of liked it. Yeah. But I I do believe. I strongly believe in mixing it up and I strongly believe in the whole point of this is to be able to be with people who drink, who don't drink. And that's the whole point of Al's. Exactly. It's not about separating anyone. So. Oh, I love that. Oh, I love that. Yeah. To uh, reunite with your, with your drunk pals. Obviously, I might not be still around at 2 a.m. though. Yeah. I probably, I'll, I'll be out by probably no, 10 p.m. these days. Nothing ha- <laughs> nothing good happens after midnight. That so, is a piece of advice that someone else's mother gave to me a long time ago. Is that nothing good happens after midnight. Okay, that's... But, like, when you think about it, it really doesn't. I mean, I I did try the after midnight thing in the <laughs> first a few times since I don't drink, yeah. and it's not worth it. It's not worth it. it. People no, like uh, no, you can't talk to anybody, especially if you're not drinking. <laughs> yeah. It's not worth it. It's, it's not just worth not it. worth it anymore. Even if you are drinking, it's not worth it. It's like, what are you gonna uh, get up to? What like? Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> yeah. 
I guess um, in New York, it's a lot about the networking. The networking. We've got to get Al's into some into some gallery openings. I know. Maybe you can help me with that. I got you. I got you. Um, get some nice uh, <laughs> big bucket full of ice and just a couple Al's. of Al's in there. A couple Al's. So wait. So how did your does your wife uh, still drink or did she? She still drinks. Yeah. How is that? So how is it for her when you quit? How did that? affect your relationship if at all um it didn't affect it at all and i think that's why um that's why we're together and yeah. we've been together for almost 10 years now and i think it's congratulations thank you for real on that one <laughs> i think it's because it's no issue i think it's because she doesn't drink much anyway so it does she drinks very occasionally uh-huh so she's been incredibly supportive. She's probably even the one who came up with the idea for the NA beer. So yeah, no, she she enjoys her glass of champagne once in a while or a little Prosecco or a glass of wine. She's French, but uh-huh. she's she's not a heavy drinker. So that probably helps. But um, wow, sounds I, like you got a good one. So I actually <laughs> really don't mind when she's having a glass of wine and we're having dinner and I'm not. I, I, mm-hmm. because yeah, I hate it when people like don't actively don't drink like because i'm not and like no yeah. please just be normal so I, I i don't mind if she was having four fives and if she was really like changing as a person then it would affect me but, but she doesn't get drunk no like, i mean she drunk. does get she has fun she gets tipsy yeah. sometimes but i don't <laughs> mind if it's you know i don't mind i really we can leave your your wife I we think don't the, have to throw her under the bus right now. No, let's let's talk about <laughs> me here. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. changes have you seen, like in the past four years? Are there any like glaring, noticeable changes in your life? Um, I mean, it, well, the it, pandemic has happened, and a lot's happened since 2018. Yeah. I mean, it's not all. Um, it's not all. Uh, is there an expression for this? Roses and yeah. What is the it? Buttercups, sunshine, and rainbows. It's not. <laughs> It's, it's an a, American phrase that I feel a, embarrassed to say right now. S- what is it? Buttercups I, and rainbows? I, yeah, what something like that. Okay. Something like um, that. Album. So it's not all <laughs> buttercups and rainbows. Mm-hmm. It's not like you stop drinking and your life is, wow, I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. No, I think um, the one thing um, at first is the level of anxiety was way higher because you're suddenly, you're naked. Mm-hmm. You're just like, so suddenly it's like, whoa this i'm supposed to feel better but i'm feeling way more anxious and Mm -hmm. worse and this is awful and Uh so it's 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 been really at one point you just there's nothing to take the edge off so you're just oh god and yeah you're just wrong you feel even more awkward around people (laughs) you feel more shy you feel like i felt like naked going to yeah you don't have the alcohol blanket so you feel completely so it's not all amazing but i would say generally speaking uh, much more of a level playing field, much more. Yeah. Less uh, throws and highs. You've gotten, how do you you've, say? Less, uh, uh, ups, high, and ups, flows, and da- ups, ups and downs. Flow. What is the French saying for that? Haut et débat, moins de haut et débat, or I don't know. So you're a little cool. bit more, you're, you're less sort of, woohoo, I've had, yay, I've had four drinks, I'm mm-hmm. on top of the world, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. not that many of those moments, but right. you don't have the ones of the day after where you feel... You don't have the lows. The lows, which You don't can, have you know, the lows, so. which, are, yeah, yeah, they go so low that sometimes you hit rock bottom even. But um, 
the good things are um I've launched a new company. Mm -hmm. I've never worked so hard in my life. Very mm -hmm. disciplined. I wake early in the morning. I, I, I don't have any more excuse. I mean, it's not like I used to drink much. So I just want to preface this that I was never a heavy drinker. Uh -huh. I'm, I'm not on this podcast because I was a heavy drinker. You're on because, because you're now. Because whatever. But, um, <laughs> but um, I don't know. I guess you, you, just, you just know that whatever the next day brings... Of course, you can still feel a bit more down or up whether you drink or not, but there's no sort of calculation of, ah, that's Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, better clear the schedule in the morning. Nope, yeah, that's yeah, off. that's not going to happen. That's off. Or there's no more. Yeah. Oh, Monday night. I don't want to see this friend because I'm already seeing two other people this week. So that's three nights with alcohol. Uh -huh. So I'm going to be exhausted at work. So I guess the good thing is it frees you. It, is, it frees oh, you. I like that. It frees you to sort of make up the schedule you want. You can see people on a Sunday night if you want. You can see people on a Monday. It doesn't make any difference. You can, <laughs> you can, I don't know. It's just your. That's, it's, it's simple as that. It, that I'm, you put it nicely. Yeah. It frees you. you it can, frees you. You can do whatever you want because you're not yeah. going to feel like shit in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> and also there's less of the brain telling you, oh, it's Friday. You need to be at the bar with that drink or right, you need you, to have a drink in your hand because it's Friday. You have the thoughts. Yes. So, and also to be honest, I think the main thing is it's less, whatever you're dealing with, it's less exacerbated. Mm -hmm. So you can still be a complete asshole. You can still be depressed. You can still be you can still have a lot of issues with not drinking, but they are not going to be as um, exacerbated that if you've, if you're feeling down and you have that glass of champagne, it's not going to lift you up. I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Learned that. Well, that was at least for me, but, or yeah, it stops work. It stops working. It's magic and medicinal. Yeah. And another right. thing I hate about alcohol, but this has never affected me and never in my life, but it's more, I used to live on top of a bar in the East Village before. <laughs> and um, the amount of fights and arguments <laughs> you'd hear and people coming to blows and hitting each other. Yeah. it's it's And <laughs> the violence and the people just shouting out the stupidest things. Mm -hmm. And that, again, that doesn't go away if you don't drink, but... It definitely, I mean, it, it doesn't elevate like that. It doesn't or escalate, whatever. It doesn't get to the that point. And honestly, the, <laughs> these people are not going to remember. Remember, like no. the things that they're yelling about. I'm sure they don't even remember why they're yelling about it. No, probably Cause, not. Yeah, yeah, I can't stand that either. I used to live in Bushwick, and I would hear couples, uh, like leaving bars all the time, and just like screaming at each other and like one running down the street and yeah uh those stick out to me because the only times i would ever really get into screaming arguments with my significant others would be like when i was drunk you mm, know just yeah. yelling at each other and like yeah that the fights still happen but it doesn't get like crazy <laughs> yeah. like where you're like breaking things or like uh, yeah i think um it's it's nice to, yeah it makes your life a little easier i just sort of um 
I mean, listen, my life is pretty boring right now, but um, boring <laughs> is no, not boring. It's good. not boring. It's just, you know, I, I go to bed. We go to bed at 10 p.m. each night. I wake up very early. It's a completely different life, but but I like it. So, uh, do you have any like creative outlet? Do you do to, you know, like, do you do? Can you do you have a, like a coloring book? <laughs> I no, unfortunately not. Um, it's weird. I, I, I don't know if I'm the most creative person myself. Um, I think you would like origami. Origami? I'm going to give you some origami paper Okay. after this. Okay. I think you would really like it. It's interesting. My grandmother, Swiss grandmother, was a Ikebana specialist, like uh, which is Japanese floral assembly. Um, oh, I love that. Art. So it's like oh, wait, it's floral. It's floral sculptures. Like arrangements? Arrangements, yes. But cool. origami is different, obviously. Origami is paper. It's paper, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think you'd like it for the way that your brain works. I think you'd very much what like I it. What I do to fight anxiety is I run. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I watch too much TV, eat movies. Uh, I read. I. It's just one thing I've learned in my life. It's got to be very balanced. Yeah. Very balance is hard and to achieve. very um scheduled and balanced so it sounds weird but it's very no that sounds amazing really, that sounds so if nice I, if <laughs> i don't do the running it's fine for a bit but after a while you'll i'll notice i'm much more anxious and stressed about stuff and mm-hmm. if i I'm not talking about being a health guru here but i'm just saying it's just very simple things the alcohol was one of the first things that had to go um but yeah it's not about being yeah it's just these little things but but for sure the with the beer business we do a lot of heavy lifting <laughs> i really we carry cases of beer mm-hmm. we do a lot of that stuff so lift but with your legs i've started doing crossroads crosswords not crossroads you do the crossword crosswords. just Puzzle? started recently oh my god have you and which i think i've listened do you to do, one do you see what's other? next to you that was, the New Yorker? No, that's from the LA Times that I just printed ah, out from okay. one of my group chats. Um, okay. She like took a picture of it and I wanted to do it. So I printed it. Okay, I've cool. never done the LA. So you do the crossword. But just start I'm a complete uh, newbie. Um, Did you get the New York Times app? No, not yet. I'm doing the ones at the back of the New Yorker, which are new. Those are so hard. Uh, the lightly challenging ones. They're so hard. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, they're they're and I, um, good for you. But that's because Fanny um, does them. She's been doing them for years in French. But, oh, cool. Um, but um, I don't know outlets. I used to watch a lot of soccer. I used to play soccer back in the days. But Europeans love that. I know, I'm obsessed. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I know, you're, I'm a Euro. <laughs> I'm a Euro. <laughs> there's, there's no uh, shame in that. Actually, I once uh, dated a Swiss person. Uh, no, wait, no. I, did, I dated a Swiss person, didn't work out. But I once dated someone, an American person, who broke up with me because I... Dis- I didn't respect Western European culture enough. <laughs> okay. I said that they were lazy. Oh my god! I'm, I'm so sorry, sorry, though. I well, feel as well, my thought. I feel as though my thoughts. You're a New Yorker, though. I, 
I've been here for 10 years almost. You're and, a New Yorker. And 12 years in London before. So I'm now sadly becoming like... Welcome. Like all of you. Yeah. <laughs> the best people. And when someone doesn't do things when in time or if it doesn't happen quick enough i get very agitated oh yes new yorker i get very agitated <laughs> yes very time is of the essence I, people need to like walk I, with a purpose i know and yeah it's i'm noticing it now actually yeah I, especially now running this business it's yeah it's it's you know in la i just remember like waiting online uh, just for at like CVS or something. I'm like, it, it's like there's no sense of urgency or anything. And then someone was like, well, why would there be? And I was like, I mean, we have places to go, you know. And they're and I'm like, no, not really. But yeah, but I don't know. New in New York, um, time really is uh, the most valuable thing. I know. It's I crazy, know. right? <laughs> Which can, it's weird. It, it's. At the same time, it's the best thing and the worst thing about New York. It's weird. I know. It's it's the best thing for work and doing all the work things you want to do. Mm -hmm. But it can also be the worst thing, meaning where has my life gone? <laughs> yes, that that is yes. And, and all of a sudden you're you've been here ten years. Like yeah. And <laughs> and I realize it when I go back to Europe. Yeah, I realize it because people I, like slow down there and like relax. It's just completely different. Yeah, they don't really like working too much. I mean, I grew up. You never talk about work outside of work. You just don't. Yeah, that's how I grew up. You don't talk about work outside of work. You just after work, you meet with people you love that you like, and you just talk about other stuff. Ugh, I can't and, even imagine. And you just, you just, <laughs> <laughs> you just. I guess you go to the bistro. You go to. The bistro is the local the bistro. bar. The bistro, and you just have a couple of drinks. That's you what you talk do. About That's what you do. Stuff. You just talk about stuff, but you don't talk about work. Yeah. And even London, you didn't talk about work that much after work. Not that much. It, it's not a good thing to talk about work nope, after work. But it's what you have to talk about in New York. Now I <laughs> now I talk too much about work. It's all I think about. It's yeah. I it's balance, sad. Balance. It's sad. Balance. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna do the crossword. My, you need to like yeah have some mindfulness activities, because yeah thinking like that's just as bad. Is just that I guess that's called a workaholic. I mean, and some people no, think that it's a good thing, and no, I know. No, so I, I don't want to pretend I'm a workaholic. I <laughs> yeah, I wasn't I, accusing you. No, no, no. I. But it's a New York. I will never work in the evening. Mm -hmm. except meaning you go out and you have to meet someone but I, I will never work in the evenings that's something I've learned mm -hmm. because working in the evening means what it means you don't get to talk to your loved one it means you don't get to have a life outside of it unless it, you can work you just need to work more focused basically instead of just spreading it out all the time that's really good you. advice you just need to yeah focus it more so uh -huh. you can be a complete workaholic and once you leave and once New York you leave time, but when you once you leave you have to yeah i'm not saying i can't I, I will talk about it and but i i don't believe in the thing oh my god i i'm working um whatever people say in america all the time uh i'm doing um 
80 hour weeks i'm doing this and that and yeah as this badge of honor uh-huh uh-huh um to be honest i if i do that i'm probably gonna end up in a mental breakdown yeah no that's not healthy it's not healthy um, new yorkers are insane um and and all the other stuff falls away afterwards so yeah and all the other stuff is very important so i don't know but it, it's easier said than done so i I guess it's all about it's all about being Swiss, scheduling, doing Swiss. things when it's supposed to be, yeah, at the right time. Is that and, a Swiss thing? Oh, it's a complete yeah. Swiss thing. The Swiss that I dated complete. was very much, very much in that uh, headspace mindset. I, okay, for sure. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's the best quality in the world, to be honest, but it's it's the compartmentalizing. It's, it's something that's helped. It's helped it's helping yeah no i admire it because um otherwise what happens if what happens if i'm doing emails at 11 p.m is i go to bed and i'll have an insomnia for the next three hours and then the thoughts the thoughts and then you're just regurgitating that email Mm -hmm. for three hours yeah no work should stay in the workplace and then you've slept four hours and then the day after you're just a total um it's like the same as a hangover it's a different type of hangover yeah it's a different type of one yeah so no that's healthy it sounds like you've been making really great life uh changes and choices since since cutting out booze and bringing in owls it sounds like it, boring is good boring is good structure is good stability like those are things that i would love to have and yeah most people don't have that so it's good you're you're doing well album <laughs> sorry is this i'm gonna come across as this sort of swiss kind of yeah be swiss be i swiss. can be swiss it's okay but um no i mean yeah at the end of the day um you gotta do what you gotta do so um i yeah yeah i you look take all, care of i look it. all swiss and all that but i've i've definitely we all have our demons and um and and sometimes you've got to do what you've got to do so Al's is is a bit of um I don't know it's interesting it's yeah it's projecting a sort of uh something I don't know what it is I I love it it's inclusion and diversity and bringing people together and yeah it I love Al's it's just Al's you know it's not a sober person drink or an alcoholic drink it's it's yeah it's owls it's owls and i think you're contributing like a lot honestly like uh uh like socially and society society wise like i think it's important to just have like there's no non-alcohol non-alcoholic beer that's just like casual you don't like make a big thing of it i think it's good yeah i think uh, this whole new movement now of na drinks which Mm -hmm. is incredible Oh, wow. It's huge, by the way. It's becoming bigger. And it's... But I think um, there's a lot of 
so much talk around wellness mm-hmm. and the word wellness. Uh-huh, it's a funny I word. I guess I just gave a whole wellness speech for the last half hour. What That's a, what this podcast what is nightmare. all about. <laughs> wellness and lifestyle. Okay. I've just given a whole wellness Swiss uh, schedule no. thing. Al, um, this, is, this is what but, the pot is. But but what I'm trying to say is with Al's is I kind of want Al's to be the anti-wellness brand in a way. It's so cool. I hell. want Al's to be complete anti-wellness in mm-hmm. the sense that the whole point of Al's is to feel good inside of you. But on the outside, you look cool. You look cool. Mm-hmm. That's you, what it is all about. You don't <laughs> tell people that you wake up early and go to bed like I just did, which I can't believe I just said that. But you just <laughs> show up to your friend's party at a dive bar. You ask the scary bartender, not scary bartender, actually. You just you ask the bartender, you want an owls, you You do all the things that have been associated with alcohol mm-hmm. for ever yeah and all that alcohol marketing you saw and regurgitated for all those years yeah and so you say the same things but actually you do the same things but actually inside of you secretly you feel better oh, i love that we're gonna clip that and use that for a commercial because that's good stuff no it's it's good i love that not the anti-wellness thing it's <laughs> Sorry. I no, I know I love that. That is very, very on brand for me. But yeah, wellness is very funny. Like calling this a wellness podcast is a little haha inside joke with myself and the listeners. Love you, listeners. Well, Al, oh my gosh, we've been talking a while. Check that out. I know. Um, well, I guess we should. Is there anything else you want to share? Um, I don't know. Just that um, Al's is for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Al, pe- people who are called Al are cool. <laughs> um, you mm-hmm. seem to be very cool. Likewise. My grandfather was called Albert. Oh, nice. And my grandmother used to call him Al. Mm. And I love them both very much. And so that is another big Al in my life. Aww. Albert. My yeah. grandfather has gone. Um, but uh, so Al, it's always been a good name for me. And also, <laughs> I like Al's, and it's also, it's us, but it's everyone. It's Al's. Yeah. Good slogan. All right, guys, drink Al's. Listen to this podcast. Uh, thanks for tuning in. It's not true at all. It's been really nice being here um, in the cool podcast. Yeah, it is cool, isn't it? It's a cool podcast. I I was a bit scared. Uh, Not scared, but uh, nervous coming in. That's um, very cool. Thanks for having me in your cool podcast. Yeah, you're in the club Hopefully, Al's will become cool. We're we're getting there. We're getting there. Okay. Uh, Until next time.